Broadcasting live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. From Studio C. C, Senior. You know what it is? It's a dimly lit room. We broadcast from deep in the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound, surrounded by a moat. German shepherds with bees in their mouths, so when they bark, they shoot bees at you. Um, And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Let's go with Chinese missiles. Okay. You know, if I could remember his name, I was reading about the uh, head coach of the Washington State football team. Who just got fired? He and uh, a bunch of his staff because they wouldn't get the vaccine. Oh yeah, yeah. The deadline came uh, for Washington State employees. They had to be vaccinated, or Governor Jay Inslee was going to sack him. This guy's a three-game winning streak. Everybody's super excited. The players love him, and now he's fired. Yeah, I heard a, uh, a recording of a cop in Washington State who uh, his last day was yesterday. Here, big finish. Or any effect, he said, after 15, 20 years, however long being a comp, here I am signing out for the last time because I'm not getting the vaccine. Hmm. And uh, that was the end. Uh, there's a whole bunch of cops in New York that, uh, as of today, are on the wrong side of the vaccine thing and may be suspended or fired. About 3,000 of them, I think. Yeah. Yep. Odd a- times. This football coach, he uh, applied for a religious exemption. It was uh, accepted at first, but then rescinded and... And he hasn't really talked about it. A friend of his said, I just don't think he likes being told what to do. Uh-huh. I think that's a lot of it. Um, what's the religious thing around vaccines? What's the belief there? I don't even know. I don't remember. There's some, some uh, you know, you, you can't have medical treatment vaccines. Or, uh, who, 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 Jehovah's Witnesses? I can't remember. Somebody or other. One of your fringe Jesus uh, groups. Wow. That's dismissive and hurtful. Um, if you know, our text line is 415-295-KFTC. What's the religious exemption around this? I think a fair number of people are uh, not, um, what's the right word? Um, well, they're pretending. And <laughs> There's a fair number of oh, yeah. people that I think are pretending. Well, and, and we've urged not this everybody. sort of thing in the past. Pretend to be Latino, uh, Latinx. Uh, pretend to be whatever. It's it's crazy, and if anybody asks you to prove it, scream at them. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. No, and some of you are for for legit, you know, religious reasons. But I think some people are uh, in the NBA and policemen and that sort of thing are trying to come up with a reason where they can get around the vaccine. Um, let's start the show officially. Then Joe can explain why Chinese missiles are our 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 uh, general manager. German Shepherds again. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Tuesday, October 19th, the year 2021. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Let's launch into action then officially according to FCC rules and regs at Mark. Above all, never lose faith in America. Its faults are yours to fix, not to curse. And remember that it remains the last best hope of Earth. And that's the line that... Barack Obama tweeted out yesterday 
was America remains the last best hope of Earth. That's a good line because it's absolutely oh, so untrue. It's absolutely so freaking true. It's the most racist country on Earth and needs to be torn down. That My might social be, professor taught me that. That might be the best thing we could do in America is debate that one statement. America is the last best hope of Earth. True or false? Debate that um, and, and get into it fully because that that is that is absolutely the case, especially with, you know, and you're, about, you're about to talk with Chinese missile, missiles and, mm-hmm. and what they're after. Um, all these other countries that get to live more or less free don't get to if the United States goes away. You see, we are the last best hope of Earth. Colin Powell's right about Barack Obama retweeting that. I really appreciated. And that was a, from a commencement address at a college not a hundred years ago. But not like in the last year. I'm not sure you could give that speech at a big university and not get booed for it. Well, you'd get disinvited. I mean, if they had any idea that you hold any of those attitudes, they would just they would just boot you. You know, speaking of which, I'm excited in particular about a couple of things in today's show. Number one, we'll be talking to the fabulous Tim Sandifer, Tim the lawyer, later on about yet another exciting constitutional free speechy issue, and. Uh, an article he recommended to me, which we, we chatted about briefly the other day, about how on the left, among the Democratic Party, uh, which includes a lot of thoroughly reasonable people who, you know, just want little different policies than we do, um, there is such terror to speak out. Um, it's The party is, it, it's not exactly swinging to the left, but it seems to be because everybody reasonable is being, uh, you know, cowed into silence by the extremely privileged class who are shouting everybody down in the name of the underprivileged. And a lot of the underprivileged are pretty conservative Democrats, ironically. So we'll talk about that later. Why were Chinese era. missiles our general manager? Well, China tested a hypersonic uh, missile the other day. Uh, they they are super zoomy. Interestingly enough, super zoomy. <laughs> well, I hate That's to the get into term, technical like, jargon. Yeah, it's a um, four hundred level PhD uh, physics stuff. So, but what's more important than their super zoominess? Because they're not as fast as ICBMs, intercontinental hmm? intercontinental ballistic LGB L L G L Q G. ICBMs, Intercontinental Ballistic Missiles, actually go a lot faster, but they have to travel in a a parabola, a predictable uh, arc, and so you can shoot them out of the sky. These things are super maneuverable. They're not as fast, but you can can have them zig and zag. I heard such... uh, The media is so bad. Anyway, so I read an article about their hypersonic missiles. It uh, made the point in the article, they're not as fast as ICBMs. So not not a, not as big a deal. Okay, that's wrong. Um, and uh, and they missed the target. The Chinese missiles they tested oh. the other day missed the target by twenty five miles. So the fact that they're not as fast as ICBMs, as Joe just pointed out, is not the point. The point is they're way 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 fast and way 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 more accurate and can fly lower and evade radar. And the fact that the Chinese flew one around the world over the weekend and came within 20-some miles of hitting their target is just freaking amazing. Yeah. And, of course, the article I read was dismissing it as a bit of a failure, not a big deal. The Pentagon... Uh, well, so, if you got a nuclear warhead on there, 25 yeah. miles, plenty close enough. That's a bullseye is what that is. That would be a bullseye. Um, uh, the Pentagon apparently was caught completely unaware of this. We had no idea that they were that far along in this sort of weaponry. And so Russia's got the hypersonic missiles. We've got them. Um, uh, China's got them now. 
and uh, everybody's battling over that space. But you yeah, know, it's a that's it's a well, you know, it is, it's it's an arms race, is what it is. I was somewhat concerned to read of the Chinese capabilities uh, developing as fast as they are, as quickly as they are. But uh, I was extra extra concerned. Uh, well, the bloke who's writing for the Dispatch, I can't recall his name, but he was talking about how our intelligence services are so antiquated and bloated and and non-modern that they just miss everything and that scared me that is scary um the missiles are scary enough i was watching uh, david sanger of the new york times on uh, jake tapper's show on cnn yesterday and uh, one i was happy to see that cnn was leading with this chinese missile story that's usually only fox that has any concern for that part of the you know news world because uh, so most of the rest of the media thinks the U.S. should go away anyway. We're the bad guys. So I was happy to see CNN, one of their high-profile shows, uh, pick up on that. But uh, David Sanger, he was asked a question by Jake Tapper. Do you think uh, you know, we're in another Cold War with China? Which every time I've heard that a- asked, the person answering it says, oh, that's ridiculous. There are so many differences, blah, blah, blah. David Sanger said, yeah, I think we are. Of course thought, we Holy are. crap. <laughs> I mean, well, it I is. Think, I think we are, different. too. I think yeah. we are, too. Well, of course. He said, of course, it's different. We have different technology. We have different economies. Of course, it's different. But we are in a Cold War with China. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. People are so lacking in imagination. It makes me crazy. Not this one's not exactly like the Soviet Union. Well, of course it's not. Yeah. Well, we're in an arms race. There's no doubt about that. In an arms race with somebody who who has us by the sack, if you'll pardon oh, the expression. Oh, wow. why? You hate to be had by the sack. <laughs> well, that's my point. It's exactly my point. <laughs> because of our economies being intertwined. This uh, same bloke who's talking about the intelligence services is saying, look, American companies are supplying technology that is, well, I'm not supplying it to the military. I'm supplying it to a private Chinese company, which immediately hands it to the inner, uh, to the military or steals it or whatever. So he was saying, look, the American industry needs to choose a flag. Are you going to aid the Chinese military? Or are you going to be a, an American company? And man, that is, uh, we're gonna we're gonna see people's true colors in the next couple of decades. There's no such thing as a private Chinese company, and the sooner people wake up to that, the better off we are. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a um, myth. Those hypersonic missiles are go five times the speed of sound. They flew on around the world five times the speed of sound, and and basically hit a bullseye on a target, and they could put a nuke on that. That's that's a heck of a weapon right there. Wow. Wow. Almost impossible to detect or shoot down. Do we still have Dennis Rodman? People around the world. <laughs> That'd be a good one. Who's concerned by this missile launch, Michael? People around the world. <laughs> Everybody should be. Um, anyway, yeah. we've got lots to talk about today. How does a uh, mailbag look? Oh, it's good. It's good. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's wow. coming together. I'm hearing some hemming and hawing. Well, I had some printer problems. So. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody fix a stupid printer. I know. Printers. I know. All I need to do is print from right here to right there. Oh, no, you don't understand. You can actually print from this to this printer from Beijing, for instance, or, or Tokyo. <laughs> Through the air. You, could, you can send a PDF there. It comes out your butt <laughs> into the printer. All I need to do. See this keyboard right in front, right by my microphone. All I need. That's all I need. Oh, you don't understand. Oh, golly. Uh, but so all that stuff on the way. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty.
The Armstrong and Getty Show. They've revealed the cause of death of one of the members of Tiger King, one of the cast members. I'm calling it the Tiger King curse. (laughs) Things are starting to befall the cast members from that TV show. Gee, I wonder why. Was the cause of death Carol Baskin? (laughs) No, it was uh, exactly what you'd expect. Uh, Drug and alcohol abuse. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That getting eaten by tigers or just general moronity. I call it the Tiger King curse. He died of being a moron. Excessive moronity. Oh, Carol Baskin. Killed her husband. Whacked him. Can't convince me that it didn't happen. Fed him to tigers. They snacking. What's happening? Carol Baskin. What's happening? There you go. You know, all right. I just did something stupid. What is the matter with me today? As stupid as moving to Oklahoma to work for Joe Exotic and all his stumpy friends? You know, that's a good point. No, not nearly that stupid. Uh, here, I, I navigated away accidentally from a, a website I really needed. Uh, there we go. You're missing Here's, an arm. You're missing two legs. What's going on around here? I, I moved to Oklahoma to work for a meth-crazed, self-aggrandizing road shot, roadside zoo. Gay... Biker, mustache, sporting, fur-wearing, would-be fake singer, zoo owner. Oh, okay. No? Okay. Uh, here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. Uh, why can't... I'm trying to find... You know, where is my constitution? There it is. How long does that take? We Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day, going back to the founding documents. We, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, do ordain and establish this Constitution for the United States of America. Could have gone with the Declaration of Independence uh, in honor. Tim Sandifer is going to be on the show later. He's written a fabulous book about uh, how... The founding documents taken as a whole really explain the country and not just the Constitution. Well, the main reason we're having Tim on is to defend Thomas Jefferson, which will explain why that needs to happen next segment. All right. Mailbag. Hey, guys, writes uh, Gary. Some religious zealots are objecting to vaccinations by claiming they are developed using fetal tissues. Interesting theory. Oh, right, Thank right, you. right. I, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I completely forgot about that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Now, that makes then, sense. Then we got this note from uh, John, who's always angry and hates us, but continues to listen to the show for some reason. Idiots 101, religious exemption 101, the use of child embryos in vax. I think there's an R in there somewhere, John, but thank you for your yeah. always angry, angry emails. But that, I pity that, you, sir. That is the reason. I can't believe that flitted out of my mind. Ken in Taiwan writes, Evidently, he's just gotten around to the podcast where I disclose that I, Joe Getty, have uh, ancestors who are slaveholder. And indeed, uh, some, of the, some of the leaders of the secession. Which is odd and, and, and funny because I also have an ancestor who was Lincoln's Secretary of War. So anyway, uh, read people who apologize profusely about their ancestor being a slave owner. You are not to blame for the wrongdoings of another person. 
What if your ancestor was a Nazi? What if your parent was a criminal? Ben Affleck didn't need to apologize for his ancestors owning slaves, but he does need to apologize for being a douche. Best regards, Ken in Taiwan, who wrote from a world away to express that sentiment. Have you seen the trailer yet for the new Ben Affleck, Ben uh, Matt Damon movie, the the jousting movie? No, sir, the I have not. The Last Duel? you got to watch that trailer. It looks like the greatest movie of all time. It looks fantastic. It's a Ridley wow. Scott thing. Wow. He's done a, a bunch of epics that have I been amazing. I do enjoy a good joust. How about this on the topic of Pete Butt Edge Edge? Edge Edge, they say. Uh, taking months off or six weeks because he and his husband adopted a couple of little kids. Uh, blah, 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 blah. It reminds me of a story I read, writes uh, M. In Ayan Hersi Ali's autobiography, Infidel, she wrote about her grandmother in rural Somalia. My mother, Asha, was born sometime in the 1940s, along with her identical twin sister. My grandmother gave birth to them alone under a tree. They were her third and fourth children. She was about 18, leading her goats and sheep to pasture when she felt the pains. She lay down and bore forth. Then she cut the umbilical cord with her knife. A few hours later, she gathered together the goats and sheep, managed to bring the herd home safely before dark, carrying her newborn twins. Nobody was impressed by the exploit. She was only bringing home two more girls. Uh, Mr. Buttigieg has a very important post in the government of the United States. I fully agree with your question. Can't we get him a nanny or someone to help out? Um, Boot edge edge! Yeah, I want to talk about this later. I, I, I like the idea of spending time to you know take care of the baby and the rest of it. But it's awesome. The idea that you necessarily must disappear from for two months from your very important job during a time of crisis seems crazy and self-indulgent and soft. They took down a big Thomas Jefferson statue, or they voted on it yesterday. Explain that. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. According to San Francisco's Police Officers Association, 120 sworn officers, 80 of them that work in the patrol division, will be off the job tomorrow after failing to comply with the city's vaccine mandate. In a city of this size with the month of October and all the things that have been going on, that's that's going to put quite a dent into operations. Yeah, I'd say crime is rampant all across the country. All the numbers are up. In San Francisco, they're going to be down 120 officers at least. Uh, Chicago, they're going to be down a bunch of officers. New York. My local Berg, I was talking to a policeman the other day. He said well, the vaccine mandates were, were, were low on officers right now. Wow. And he said the board's lighting up like a Christmas tree, but we don't have enough officers. Um, yeah. Uh, these can't all be Trump voters. Uh, well, no, and it's the very lefty cities where the cops are most likely to have quit in disgust and discouragement that are most harshly enforcing the vaccine mandate. So they're going to be really, uh, you know, down. One of the, the cop union leader in New York is uh, advocating they not get the vaccine. So there you go. Interesting. Anyway, more on that later. Um, we also have to talk about the whole supply chain slash inflation thing, which are tied together. Uh, which are going to be the stories of the next couple of months. I have a feeling in about a month, we're going to talk about supply chain five times a day every day. Wow. Man, I went I went and got an extension cord last night, a particular extension cord that I needed. It was so freaking expensive. It was really? unbelievable. Everything, everything is more expensive right now. Wow. And, and, and they only had one of them. I mean, so it was like, wow, that's ubiquitous. 
I mean, you could pick from 17 different kinds, and they're all free like a year ago. I know. That's crazy. Remember when I went and bought some dumbbells? Because I, I thought I was going to lift some weights. That is hilarious. What a funny thought. Anyway, um, I uh, got the dumbbells there at the Big Five Sporting Goods, brought them up. I didn't even look at the price because I've bought stuff like that before and roughly what it costs. I bought, I grabbed a couple of them, brought them up there and set them down. They said, that's $320. I said, what? They said, that's $320. There's a shortage of, uh, they're backed up. I'll take these back. So I got my exercise by taking them back and putting them back. But yeah, everything. Do that crazy. once a day. You'll be in shape before you know it. And when I bought my horse trailer at the beginning of the pandemic, and paid just a ridiculous price for it. And they said, if you don't buy it, you know, I was going to try to haggle like a good, good, you know, good, smart buyer. Um, they said, if you don't buy it, I got somebody will buy it in an hour. Um, it'll be they, they thought it would be three years at that point before we'll get caught back up. Wow. Everything's like that right now. Wow. Yeah. And, and so you combine that with inflation and it's just, oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've purchased things in the last year that were shockingly expensive, and I think we're just seeing the front end of it. Oy vey. Meanwhile, old Dr. Fauci continues to, in effect, cover for the Chinese and their, uh, you know, uh, responsibility for all of this. I mean, how many, t- 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 what's what's next after a trillion? How many billion dollars is China going to have, <laughs> you know, t- extracted from the global economy through their their dishonesty mm. and their sloppy lab procedures that that freaking Fauci won't admit to? All hail Fauci! Hail Fauci! Well, the good news is, as far as I'm concerned, the good news is we got the Thomas Jefferson statue down from City Hall in New York. That's the yeah. good news because finally we can not have to work under the oppressive eye of one of our founding fathers. So this is a for-real statue, giant statue, seven feet tall on top of a five-foot pedestal. I'm looking at a picture here, one of those really cool towering statues that they've had at City Hall. So the story I had yesterday when this story broke, I hate the media. (laughs) Just do a better job, media. So the story I had yesterday, I don't remember who it was, Post, Times, I don't know. It's been there for over 100 years. 187 years. That is over 100 years. You're right. But there's, you know, big difference. For 187 years, practically the entire existence of our country, this Thomas Jefferson statue has peered down on the people of City Hall as they do their work. But they voted yesterday to get it out of there because Thomas Jefferson was a slaveholder. So we can't have him there. It doesn't matter if he wrote the Declaration of Independence, if he was responsible for doubling the size of America, if go down the list of all the things. If he established, he practically alone, along with Madison, establishing the separation of church and state in this country, which is a radical idea the world had never seen before. Uh, it doesn't matter if he was involved in that because he was a slaveholder. So it doesn't matter the efforts he made to try to get slavery abolished in his own state and then in the country, but was not able to do it. If you're a fan of history, you know why. Maybe we'll get into that with Tim Sander for later. But doesn't none of that matters. He's got to go. The stupidity or the egotism of it. It's hard to pick a favorite because it's just this. This whole story is running thick with both. The stupidity, not knowing any of those things you just said, not understanding that that was the state of the world. Slavery was ubiquitous. It was all over the place. And and just the, the ideas about race, it was just, it was hundreds of years ago. That's just the way people thought. And then the egotism of it, which, you know, almost nobody talks about this except Bill Maher, who joins me in this. You're not 
better than Thomas Jefferson. You just came after him in a different time. Don't sit there. The implied statement is, I am better and more pure than Thomas Jefferson. I can judge him. I will shun his statue. I will have it torn down because he was not as morally upstanding as me. That's what all of those people are saying with their stupid, stupid misunderstanding of history. If you, uh, We're going to have Tim Sandifer on, uh, Tim the lawyer, longtime friend of the show. I, I was stewing about this yesterday because the... Now that we're into taking down statues of the founding fathers, wow. Uh, I was doing about this yesterday, and it just popped into my head. That I, there's hardly a better defender of Thomas Jefferson I know of than Tim Sandifer, so we texted him, and he's going to be on the show a little bit later, hour three, um, to talk about Thomas Jefferson. But uh, you t- go to YouTube and just uh, type in the search bar, Christopher Hitchens Thomas Jefferson, because he, he wrote a book about Thomas Jefferson, and he's given a bunch of amazing speeches. Uh, supporting TJ, no right winger Christopher Hitchens, by the way. Um, uh, but one of the things he pointed out, he said Thomas Jefferson had slaves, and he goes through that whole thing. And uh, a lot of the founding fathers of the South did. He said people leave out all the New York businessmen who, while they didn't have slaves, because they wouldn't have been able to profit from it, because there's no way you're going to grow cotton in the New York area. The the number of slave traders that became rich from New York that get glossed over by history. There were plenty of people hmm. involved in that horrible, horrible thing, slavery, uh, at the time. Um, but uh, overlooking that is, uh, is, is easier. Some of these city council people, you know, um, we learned during, what was it recently that we learned that, oh, the election that went so poorly in New York. The reason they had so much trouble counting all the votes is all the people involved in the uh, the election committee are all cousins and grandmothers and kids and stuff like that. Oh, they have yeah. such a patronage thing. But I'm sure there are plenty of people in power in New York today. You can trace their, their lineage back to people that were slave traders, if not slave holders. Right, um, right. But they so- lived in a different time, as Joe just pointed out. So what's going on here, you might ask? Well, I would quote Orwell, George Orwell from 1984. Every record has been destroyed or falsified. Every book rewritten. Every picture has been repainted. Every statue and street building has been renamed. Every date has been altered. And the process is continuing day by day and minute by minute. History has stopped. Nothing exists except an endless present in which the party is always right. They did that in roughly 1790 in France, and it didn't go well. Lots and lots of people died, and it was very, very, very violent period for for quite a while before basically a dictator came along napoleon to settle things down is that what we want everything to just go to hell absolutely fall apart i hope not anyway the fact that they're bringing down a thomas jefferson statue from you know the confederate statues okay i get it get your argument makes perfectly good sense Sure. Do we need a 50-foot Robert E. Lee in Richmond? Probably not. Columbus. Okay, I get it. I don't think it's bothering anybody that you got Columbus there at the corner of your park. I don't think it makes it. Okay, fine. But when you're getting into the founding fathers of the the last best hope of the world, as Obama, Barack Obama tweeted out yesterday, the founding fathers that created that, when you're starting to tear them down, that's a, that's a big deal. And this statue standing in City Hall, in our biggest city, New York, just amazing. It's impossible to know, but how many of the folks do you think who voted for that sincerely believed, well, you know, Jefferson was a bad guy because he owned slaves? And how many of them were just terrified of the extremist left, the elitist extremist left, the cancel culture? 
I think it's absolutely the latest. They couldn't be on the wrong side of that. Yeah, I just I wonder is it is it uh, two to one? Is it uh, half and half? Is it ten percent of them actually thought Jefferson should go, and ninety percent of them were terrified? I'd like to know. Here's Barack Obama's tweet yesterday. He was talking about Colin Powell. But it's important, I think, that he said it. Barack Obama tweeted out, for all the battles he fought and problems he solved, talking about Colin Powell, Michelle and I will always look to General Powell as an example of what America and Americans can and should be if we wish to remain the last best hope of Earth. So he quoted Colin Powell, but included that phrase. Barack Obama believes the United States is the last best hope of Earth. He's right. And the people that created that should not have their statues taken down. Because they were typical of their period, to a a large extent. That's a black guy, by the way, that tweeted that out yesterday. Obama! That's right, Hank. I I do wish, and, and I wish Colin Powell... With all the gravitas he had as a as a as a you know a black guy who'd become so successful in this country, I wish he'd have weighed in more on these issues. I wish Barack Obama would weigh in more on these issues. Spend a little of your capital. I know it would upset some of your friends that are going to come to your cool seventieth birthday party that you throw, but you know take some of that capital you've got and 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 jump into some of these conversations, Barack Obama, because I don't believe he thinks that's a good idea to bring down the Thomas Jefferson statue. Jump into some of these and, and, and you spend some of that political capital. I wish they would. Yeah. Yeah. Here, here. Before we go too much further down this road, it's a bad road. Sometimes you find yourself further down a road and you think and you can't turn around anymore. You know what I paid for my extension cord? No, it's a heavy duty. I'm a big believer in the heavy duty extension cord. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. They cost a lot more. How long is it? Uh, it's a 50 footer. Oh, that's a serious cord. Yeah. Orange? Uh, yellow, bright yellow. Okay, I can accept yellow. <laughs> does it light up at the end when you plug it in? You know uh, what I'm talking about? I think it does, yeah. Really? That's a little fancy for my taste. Well, go on. I love that because you don't have to get some sort of uh, outlet tester to know your outlet's working. If you plug something in and it's not running, okay, do I have electricity? Well, you know, because it lights up. Yeah, um, this okay, is a serious if you cord. you say so. With tax, about $100 freaking dollars. No, no, stop it. <laughs> I'm not. Holy I'm like, It's the only crap. one they had. At a, at a big hardware store of, of national na- name, I won't mention. You are blanking kidding I me. I know. Jeez Louise. I'm stunned by this. And I said, I saw a $100 extension cord with tax. He said, yeah, it's the only one we got, and we, you know, we don't know where we're going to get more. The supply chain thing, all those container ships. I went through the portage yesterday. If you want me to go through it again, I will. Don't tell me. Oh, don't, boy. Don't. More port talk. <laughs> People really, oh, the emails just lit up. Everybody loved it. One of those ships has enough to fill three malls. That's how much stuff is on those ships, and they're just sitting out there. Do railroad yards next, (laughs) Uncle Jack. (laughs) Okay, I'll shut up about Thomas Jefferson and ports for a little while. No, we got to talk about Jefferson. We have to. My God, it's important. (laughs) <laughs> okay. I'm telling you, so it, that cord story, it's chilled me to the bone. I mean, what's, <laughs> what's it going to cost to get a pair of running shoes? Well, uh, you grab your little package of bacon, and it's nine freaking dollars to fry up a little bacon. That's i got to start raising hogs. <laughs> Judy, if you're listening, check the Homeowners Association rules. See if we can raise hogs. How many hogs are you allowed to have? Well, right. Right. And, and you know what? I'll Don't have half a dozen hogs in my backyard. Somebody complains, I'll say they're dogs. Those are my dogs. <laughs> They look like pigs to me. Yeah, well, mind your own business. Bigot. They identify as hogs. They're uh, pork retrievers. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Efforts to recruit recent high school grads are complicated by interstate regulations that limit the activities of drivers under 21. They can drive the full width of Texas, they can drive the full length of California, but they can't cross the line from, say, the Savannah port five miles over the bridge to make a delivery in South Carolina. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg says his department is working with state DMVs to reduce bureaucracy surrounding commercial driver's licenses. Hmm, yet another layer, and a mention of Pete Buttigieg, who we'll Boot be talking edge about. Edge. That's right, Edge Edge, they say, sir. Yeah. So, yeah, there is a, there, this needs to be looked into, and I, is there anybody to look into it other than Fox? The whole supply chain issue, which we've been talking about, and is going to be the story in America, I think, all of, like, from Thanksgiving on for the rest of the year, um... How much of it is bad Democrat policies? And so, you know, pointing to the COVID and the various things is is, is really is really handy. And look at you know, the ships and blah blah China and blah blah blah. But there are all kinds of layers of this, as you were just mentioning. You got that new law in California that makes it really hard to have truck drivers. You got these regulations you just heard about there for crossing from one state into another state. You got the whole longshoreman thing, one of the toughest most powerful unions in America that has stopped our ports from modernizing over decades. So while the rest of the world has all these modern automated ports, our longshoremen unions made sure we didn't modernize at all. We still want just human beings lifting heavy things so and, and short shifts so that we can make as much money as possible. I'd like the longshoremen's union to take note that that's Jack talking right now. Joe has remained silenced during the slandering of a fine and, and steady rolling union. Jack will have his head cracked by the uh, by the noon hour. Might actually happen. I hope not. Yeah, yeah, they are uh, they are not to be messed with. Anyway, ah, uh, so uh, look forward to I don't know five hundred dollar underpants, thousand <laughs> dollar uh, you know pair of flip flops. When does it end? It's interesting that you know this is rearing its ugly head and getting to be more and more of a significant issue because a study came out um, the other day. Nearly forty percent of U.S. households have faced serious financial problems, including struggling to afford medical care and/or food in the past few months, according to a survey on Tuesday. Now, this was a survey by a liberal organization, uh, but the percentage of households reporting serious financial problems rose to sixty percent. If they had an income under $50,000 a year. Long story short, a lot of people, working class folks, uh, hourly check, check folks, um, got hurt by the pandemic more than most. Uh, restaurants, service industry, hospitality, and the rest of it. And so they are in a, an even worse position to weather this sort of, you know, uh, supply chain storm that we're talking about. It could be a terrible thing for, you know, folks living check to check. Greatest interruption of commerce in world history, the pandemic. No doubt about it. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Wow. So it'll take a while to dig out of that. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I wonder how long. Uh, but uh, and uh, just one more thing. Speaking of uh, Pete Boot Edge Edge, he and his husband, what is his name? It's a odd name. Chase? Chase Chasen? Or? Chasten? Chastain? Chasten. We'll call him Chuck. Chasten. Chasten? Chasten. There you go. Chasten. 
Uh, so they had adopted a couple of newborn babies, evidently. And, uh, and Pete took like four or five weeks off completely. And then it started to ramp up his activities, uh, but he's still spending a lot of time at home uh, taking care of the, the youngster. And it's hard to... It's hard to discuss this and call it excessive and soft without coming off as somehow anti-baby or anti-family. But, I mean, the idea that both parents need to take months off, like Tammy Duckworth, Duckworth, famously the first senator ever to give birth in office, she took three months maternity leave when her baby was born in 2018. And that is so wildly unprecedented in human history. I mean, it's a fairly recent development that the dad's, you know, in the birthing room and even considers taking some time off. Right. You know, I went to work the next day uh, when all my kids were born. Um, and, and, and it's fine that I would rush home and help with the baby and stuff like that. It was very tiring and it was challenging and the rest of it, but I, it, it was okay. I mean, I'm not anti-taking a few days. Part of me kind of wishes I had. But the idea that you're entitled to three months or two months and, and your employer still has to pay you as if you're going in, I don't get that at all. It seems crazy to me. What's well, part of the human infrastructure package, isn't it? That sort of thing? Slogans are not arguments. But, yeah, yeah, it's exactly. It's part of the new government plan to make us all dependent. If you ever miss a chunk of the show, grab the podcast wherever podcasts are distributed. Armstrong and Getty.